Hey everyone, happy Monday and welcome to episode 4 of the Wasabi Chat. Also, it's Monday, the best goddamn day of the week. Which means when you look around on the subway or in every other car in traffic and you see everyone else frowning because they're pissed off it's Monday, you're sitting in your car or on your train seat right now happy as hell because you are amped to take on this week and take action on whatever it is that you want to try and do something new and make a change in your life, which is exactly what this episode is all about. I don't know about you guys, but I did not go out for Halloween. Sorry. This is this is episode four. All right. So since it is Monday, Monday, October 29, 2018, I thought I would just get right into it. Whether you're commuting to work, whether you just got up, whether you're out for a morning run, I want to get right into it. And what I want to do is talk about something that Brittany and I, my girlfriend and I, think about all the time, and that is trying new things, whether big or small. Most of the time, well, let's back up for a second, actually. I want you to think of something. I want you to think of anything that you've always wanted to try, whether that's uh, go skydiving or run a 10k run or open a new business down the street maybe a cafe i want you to think of anything and now i want you to think be on be brutally honest with yourself i want you to think why have you not done that yet why have you not done that yet what are you waiting for and you can pause this if you want Spend five minutes listing all of the reasons why you haven't done something yet, or all of the excuses why you haven't done something yet, but besides all of the bullshit things that I know you can change in your life, the one thing that you are scared of is failure. The one thing that you are scared of is making a fool out of yourself for trying whatever it is you want to do. I know I've been a victim of this in my life many times, and I think with human emotion, everyone is a victim of this at some point. You are afraid of failure. You're afraid of what other people will think if you fail. You're afraid of this arbitrary consequence or list of consequences that happen if you fail, and that is why you are not doing something. And... And on the flip side, what you're doing instead is spending all day focusing on what you're not good at, focusing on why you're not doing things, focusing on the things that someone will say about you if you fail, which, by the way, won't come true, but you're focusing on those negative things. But what you should be focusing on, what you should be focusing on is all the shit that you're amazing at, all the stuff that you're really good at. Because why are you going to spend hours out of your day? Why are you going to spend your entire car ride down to work or your entire run outside worrying about something that you're not good at? And I'm not being pessimistic or negative. I'm not being down and out about you sucking at something. I'm being real. Talk to yourself. 
have an internal conversation about what you are good at. And double down on that. Double down, triple down on that. And invest time and energy on the things that you are good at. Because I guarantee you, if you do that and you don't worry about what any external factor, person, or thing will how they will react to you possibly failing, which by the way won't happen, you can go a lot further. And I keep saying, by the way, it won't happen because in the end, you will end up failing over and over again. But what will be true, and this is what I believe, if you are somebody with this mentality who not only fails and gets back up, but fails, gets back up, fails, gets back up, fails, gets back up, and in between all that, has a positive mindset about what they're doing and who they are, focusing on who they are, you will win in the end. And like I said, I have been a victim at this many times, catching myself being someone who is, you know, scared of what somebody might think if I start a podcast or if I post a video on YouTube scared of what they're going to think about me when really I was spending so much time doing that that I wasn't doing anything at all that was advancing me as a person professionally and personally and so when I switched gears into now just doing without the thought or the consequence of failing or the or the judgment of others around me a lot more can happen for you that was your five, six minute pep talk on your Monday morning. I hope that really, really helped you. Most likely, if you went out for a Halloween party, it was this past weekend. So if that was the case, I hope you had fun. I know I didn't go out personally, but if you did, all the power to you. Next topic at hand. I actually have this book that... I bought it on the day it came out, but I never really um, went into it that deeply. And it's called um, it's called Tribe of Mentors by Tim Ferriss. It's a massive Bible of a book. I'll put it in the uh, description for this podcast. And what it what it is is it's virtually uh, an, an encyclopedia of all of these people that have. Um, succeeded in their in their uh, you know respective careers and Tim Ferriss goes in deep into their mindset and in their mantra and figures out what is it that makes them do the things they do and this one gentleman that he interviewed his name is uh, I don't want to I don't want to ruin his name one second his name is Jerzy Gregorek and he's from Poland I believe yep He's from Poland, immigrated to the United States in 1986, and he ended up winning a world record, and, sorry, he, he ended up winning four world weightlifting championships and established one world record. Nonetheless, he goes on to talk, uh, he, uh, Tim goes on to dive in deep about what Jersey is all about, and one of the questions that Tim asks is, if you could have a gigantic, gigantic billboard anywhere with anything on it, what would it say and why? 
if you could have a gigantic billboard anywhere in the world, what would it say and why? And Jersey's answer was, now listen closely, and I quote, Hard choices, easy life. Easy choices, hard life. And this directly relates back to what, to what I was talking about at the start of this podcast, and that is, if you stick to taking the easy way out with, with everything, every thought, every circumstance, you will end up living a harder life than if you took those leaps of faith and you approached those hard decisions with a sense of positivity and action and optimism towards what you are good at, you will live a much easier life. At least that's what Tim talks about and Jerusalem talks about, and this is what I agree as well. Switching gears a whole bit, if you're actually not into uh, photography... I'll category, yeah, sure, photography, I recommend coming back when I post my next podcast, because my last topic of today will be actually a question that I got on Instagram, sorry for the pause, I'm trying to pull it up here one second, give me a second, ah, here we go, This was actually a question that I got from when I posted about my last podcast, but I didn't read the question in time. So here we are. Again, more related to photography. At Jeremy Reigberg, Jeremy spelled the usual name, last name, R-E-I-G, B like boy, E-R, Jeremy Reigberg. He asks about my Lightroom workflow. For those of you that don't know, Lightroom is a program made by Adobe, and it is a program made, uh, yeah, it's a program for uh, photography and images uh, to edit them, and the reason I studied there is because Photoshop is also that, but Photoshop, I categorize under the um, editing, but also compositing work in that Photoshop is great for one picture at a time. If you're going really in deep with that one picture and you want to manipulate certain aspects of that picture, then do that. Lightroom is great if you've got a lot of pictures and you want to edit them to a certain stylistic choice. So, he asks about my Lightroom workflow. Well, I'm going to assume that you know how to import the images. So after you import uh, your images, let's let's say, um, let's take a wedding, for example. You shoot a wedding. You have a thousand pictures. My workflow for that after I edit the image, or sorry, after I import the images is number one, I'll go through all of them, and I will hit the letter B, B like boy, on my, uh, on my keyboard. And that will put any picture I hit B on into a quick collection. And so if I go through it and let's say I have five images of the same thing, but I like one of them the best, I'll press B and that will put it into a quick collection. Once I do that for all the pictures, I pretty well know that I have the best image from each circumstance in my quick collection. I will then move all those images from the quick collection over to a actual collection that I will title appropriately for the wedding. 
And then what I'll do first is I will correct every single image. And what I mean by correct is ensure that the image itself is uh, correct with regards to light, with regards to uh, highlights and shadows, with regards to contrast, all that good stuff. So we're not actually giving it a certain feel and stylistic choice just yet. But we're just correcting the image. So, for example, if it was shot uh, underexposed by, by accident, I will correct that exposure first for all the images. And then what I'll do is I'll go back to the start. And I will start to stylize the image using a whole bunch of tools. Um, things such as the tone curve, the HSL sliders, the... Uh, split toning, and then the camera calibration sliders, all of which play with and manipulate the light and the colors of the image. And once I have uh, a photo that I love the style for that collection, I will save those edits as a preset and name it something appropriate, like uh, Wedding October 2018. And then I will apply that preset to each photo, either individually or in small batches, and then go into each photo again and make sure that the preset that I applied is working correctly. Now the reason this works really well is because I've already, like I mentioned in step one, corrected all of the images to be the uh, same level of, of, of exposure and contrast and all that stuff. So when I apply the preset, most likely, it will work 95% of the time. And then if it doesn't, you just make those small little tweaks. But the reason I have this as my workflow is because I find it is the fastest workflow for myself. Uh, most efficient, same thing, fastest. And it makes the most sense in my head in terms of the steps involved to edit a picture. I didn't want to make this podcast too too long because it is monday morning and you're probably busy and i just want to get you up and going and thinking about those things and once again i will rephrase jersey gregorick's billboard saying hard choices easy life easy choices hard life i hope you guys have an amazing week i hope to pump out a couple more podcasts this week oh yes This is the very first podcast that will be launched on Apple Podcasts. You will actually probably see all four episodes, but this is our first official launch podcast on Apple Podcasts, which is amazing. So now we're on everything. We're on Apple Podcasts, we're on Google, we're on Spotify, we're on uh, wherever you get your podcast. Now I can actually say you can listen to this podcast wherever podcasts are listened to. That was episode four of the Wasabi Chat. I hope you guys have an amazing Monday, an amazing week, and an amazing life. I'll catch you guys in the next one.